Hey guys, welcome back. Game on, presented by No Tokens Required. We are talking about God of War Ragnarok. This is part two. Part two! All right, so we will get into it right now. Nothing super fancy? Nothing super fancy. We'll, we'll get back into it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will continue Go. the conversation. Boop. <laughs> All of that came to be. And you can see, like, she she feels for him but she's still like very very mad at him oh well, yeah so she's like fuck you made me sad but i fucking hate you anyways <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's i thought it was a funny moment because you can tell like she she doesn't want to be mad at him in that moment yeah. but she's like forcing herself to yeah because then what else does she have you know mm. um but she eventually ends up like basically admitting to Kratos that she will never forgive him for killing her son. Kratos never expects her to, but she also acknowledges that she could never kill him in return for mm. it. And so like the two of them kind of make amends yeah. and basically like make their way to this spot. <clears throat> In Vanaheim, where you see all of these roots of Yggdrasil coming together, and they're all, like, tied in this gnarly-looking knot. Yeah. And you, uh, you, she, like, immediately rushes towards it and starts trying to rip at it, and this fucking gateway hole rips out of nowhere, and this gnarly-ass fucking lizard thing jumps out of it and starts trying to eat your face. <laughs> um, And you basically find out, like, and this was stuff that I didn't know. So mm. it was kind of cool to find out. Yggdrasil is not only the the tree of life and it supports the nine realms, right? Mm -hmm. But it is also a living organism in and of itself. So you have this squirrel that takes care of all the upper branches. And then you have this lizard that basically takes care of all the roots mm -hmm. and protects Yggdrasil from any harm. Well, Odin, in his cleverness, binded Freya with the roots of Yggdrasil, knowing that if she ever tried or anyone ever tried to break this spell, this gnarly ass fucking lizard thing would come to defend it mm -hmm. because they're the roots of Yggdrasil. And yeah. I'm like, man, that's some clever fucking shit. Right. Um, but yeah, of course, you, you're fucking Kratos. Yeah. So you, you do what you do best <laughs> and you behead this motherfucker yeah i loved that fight it was a fun fight it was a fun fight yeah and the end was great mm -hmm. um and then like yeah so then you like rip away at the roots and you you literally break it and it reveals this sword which you find out to be the wedding sword um that Odin had I think it was Odin that had it commissioned um for his and Freya's wedding and that he then placed into this stone to later basically use as the component to like bind her to fucking Midgar because mm -hmm. you know he's a fucked up piece of shit like that yeah he's a dickhole he's a huge dickhole love him um so yeah 
with that, you and Freya now go back to the your home. Yeah. Like I, I don't they call uh, like I think it's called the Holder Refuge or or something like that, but yeah. it's basically where you're living because it's the only place in the nine realms that Odin can't get to because it's not in the nine realms. Yeah, like it's in the land between. Uh huh. And there's only a few people who can basically fucking travel mm-hmm. with that. Uh. Another argument breaks out, of course, as mm. I said, there's been multiple because of Atreus fleeing to Asgard, them trying to figure out where he was, him not owning up to it, all this other stuff. Um, so not Asgard, sorry, Midgar. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, Atreus basically then goes to Asgard. Yep. And this is where I got to say one of the coolest parts of the game and my honest opinion happened. He goes to Asgard, and you find him down in a Midgardian village Mm -hmm. just below the wall that's around Asgard. And he goes, okay, um, I got to climb this fucking wall. (laughs) And so he, like, he climbs up the whole wall, right? And you get to the very top, and this hand grabs you, and you see this it looks to be like the same age as him kid Mm -hmm. type deal. And he's like, what part about a giant fucking wall makes you think to climb it? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, that's the best question in the world. Exactly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It was fucking perfect. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Um, you basically tell him Odin, yeah. invited me and you know and you find out that this is heimdale which i i love this heimdale oh i the great representation amazing yeah heimdale. I, yeah i mean no disrespect to idris elba elba i thought he did great in, oh, yeah. in the the marvel movies but jesus fucking christ the way that this the way the voice actor uh, the writing for him, the attitude that is in his voice is absolutely fucking brilliant. Yep. Um. So because of Thor, he gets saved. They gets he gets escorted to Odin, which Odin then basically tells Atreus, like, I'm trying to prevent Ragnarok. I'm trying to stop it. Come with me. And he takes him down into basically his basement. Yeah. Uh, where all murders happen. Yeah. And shows him this rip in reality and basically tells him this tear holds all the knowledge of the universe. Mm-hmm. And I, I need to know all the knowledge of the universe because in that knowledge is the knowledge on how to stop Ragnarok. Right. And he basically even tells him, like, this is how I lost my eye. Yeah. I tried to peer into this and I wasn't ready. So what I basically found was this mask Mm -hmm. or at least a part of it. And I need to find the rest of it. But to my understanding, you have a way with languages, read what's on the mask. Let's see if we can find the rest of it. When we have the whole mask, we can peer into this, gain all the knowledge, stop Ragnarok, save everyone. Cause I don't want anybody to die. He really doesn't. He just, he's a good man. He gives he gives Atreus a room to stay in, which happens to be Modi's. Mm, yeah, awkward. Super awkward. 
he gives Atreus a kick-ass sword. Mm-hmm. I wanted Atreus to have this sword so bad. Right. I I thought this was the coolest sword. It like it has its own little personality. It floats on its own. It fights for Atreus. Atreus has conversations with it. It's amazing. <laughs> what was it called? Lucille? Something uh, like that? No. I thought it started with an E. Mm. I can't remember. Yeah, the sword though is awesome. Um Well, and you meet Thor's daughter. And you oh, meet Lady yeah. Sif. Yeah. That's all really fun. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a fucking dick. Um, but you also find out, like, because of their son's death, they decided not to drink anymore. Yeah. Which then you think back on the very first scene and you're like, oh, shit, he didn't actually drink. Mm. You know, like, mm. he poured two cups and he was offering one to Atreus, which means the other one was for Kratos. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit! And it like it it did not click to me until that was basically said. Like that's crazy. That's incredibly out of character for Thor. Yeah, everything we know about Thor, even Marvel Thor, fucking another another. (laughs) Um, I mean, no disrespect. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. So yeah, so like, he basically asks you for your help to assemble this. Um. So, like, he gives you the mask, he gives you the sword, he kind of sends you to your room type deal. While that's happening, uh, sorry, uh, looking for Atreus, Kratos and Freya and Mimir, um, or sorry, Kratos has Freya and Mimir lead him to the Norns, right? Mm -hmm. Which you basically find out the Norns are the fates of this these lands right they're the ones who know everything they're they're the three ladies with the one eye however you want to put it you know they're they're the seers of all the controllers of destiny yeah same same idea different interpretation between greek and norse mythology 100 percent um Although I like these three way better than I like the three the all seeing fate ladies like I don't know why, but the one from which which context? Oh, obviously Hercules, the animated movie. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought you were going like, with. Like, don't get me wrong, they're fun. Like, they're, they're played well, but like the 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 one of the Norns that like just like says what everybody says when they're saying it. Like, fucking, she had me laughing. Like, I, oh yeah, I was like, that's just great. Oh yeah, and like, because what they're saying makes sense. A lot of like, you're just you're predictable. Like, yeah. we know what you're going to do. It's nothing special. You are predictable. We don't know the future. We just know you. Yeah. Like, it, it was kind of that, mm-hmm. right? And because we know you, we can then predict the future. Yeah. Like, it was it was an awesome way to put it. I mm-hmm. loved it. I, I did, too. I loved it. But even during that, like, you, uh, you find the noose that Odin hung himself with. Mm-hmm. And like Freya's like yoink, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So like they go and visit the Fates, and the Fates basically tell Kratos Heimdall is destined to kill Atreus, and they're like, now that you have this knowledge, you're gonna go kill Heimdall. That's yeah. 
again, not predicting the future. We just know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because we know people. So Kratos then goes back to the the hut. Yeah. Right. The, the house. And basically is like, I need a weapon to stop Heimdall. And everybody's like, you can't. <laughs> he has true sight. He he sees everything before you do it. And he's like, okay, well, then how can we fight him? Mm. And so the Holder brothers are like, well, okay, we're going to do this. We need to make a weapon. This weapon will help you do this. So we're just going to, we're going to need a couple of things. And so they kind of like gather up a couple of things and you see them pull out this ring. And I can't, I can't remember Dampnir. Isn't that the name of the ring? Oh, I don't remember. I, I can't remember the name of the ring, but it's, um, it, they made it the same time that they made Mjolnir as one of the gifts to present Odin. It is a ring that will continue to infinitely duplicate itself <laughs> forever and ever 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 and ever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so basically it's a continuous source of gold and they even make the statement of like if we use this ring then we're no like we're no longer going to have an endless supply of gold for our smithing mm -hmm. you know and they're like it doesn't matter the 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 cause is greater than the need right like so they then basically fight over who's going to go. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, in all honesty, before we get into that, I, I gotta, I gotta say, so when you go off with Sindri, when mm -hmm. Atreus and Sindri go off, together, oh, yeah. you find out that Brock died. Sindri tells Atreus Brock died and Sindri was so devastated by this, right? That he went to the lake in um alfheim uh that's the elven where the the light is mm -hmm. the at the very base of the light is the lake of souls and he collected three of the four pieces of soul for brock but he had to get out of there before he could get the fourth piece mm -hmm. when this was told i was like holy shit there's gonna be a sub quest yeah where you go get the fourth piece of soul right hell yeah like totally totally thought that was going to happen you know what i mean mm -hmm. so when you're going to forge this you find out that you have to basically go to the like the greatest forge master of all time type deal to to forge this weapon way better than even the holder brothers type mm -hmm. deal. and um Brock and Sindri kind of get into an argument because Brock is like, well, I want to go see the lady. And Sindri's like, well, you can't go see the mm -hmm. lady. And he's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to go anyways. And uh, Kratos basically ends the argument going, by going, this was Brock idea. Brock's idea. Brock gets to come with me. Yeah. And Sindri like begs for you to reconsider. You have no idea why, mm -hmm. but he like begs for you to reconsider. And so, like, you you and Brock head off anyways. 
and you go to the forge and I, I thought this was really cool because I was expecting a dwarf hundred percent. You go back to the dwarf home world. You're going to the big like volcano, you know, yeah. Ring of Mordor type <laughs> vibe thing, you know? Yeah. And you get up there, you hop on a elevator and you go down into a lake and a mermaid shows up. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, I was expecting to go to like the center of the realm because as you're like go- the planet. Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking like the top of the volcano type deal. Yeah. Like, cause as you're going there, Bork is saying things like Brock. Yeah, I know. But I have, I always oh, call him Bork. That's right. Bork. 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 My good Bork. old boy Bork. Bork. Um, he's saying things like there's a difference between what something is and what its nature is. And like, he's, he's doing a lot of metaphors of like, you know, a hammer, a ha- like a hammer is, is built to be a building tool, but you can wield it like a weapon. And so I was expecting, like, I was like, okay, so, well, what is a forge? Well, a forge is just a place where you have immense heat and pressure. Oh, yeah, it would totally make sense to go to the center of the world and have, yeah. like, the center of the world be the greatest dwarven yeah. forge you ever. Know, in yeah. ever. His- and so, yeah, like, and then it's like, oh, we're hanging out with a mermaid. I'm like, <laughs> okay, we'll talk about subverting expectations. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, it was super weird. But during the whole encounter, like, Brock is talking to her, but she is having zero mm. reaction to him. And he is like fawning hard oh, yeah. over this mermaid. Oh, yeah. He's he's trying to get some selfies. And so he tells you, like, take the materials and the dampener ring and like present it to her. And so Kratos does, and then she takes them and she forges them, forges them into the dampener spear. And then she like motions for him and he's like it needs god's blood so like give her your hand Mm -hmm. and so kratos reaches through and she just pricks his finger and takes the little stream of blood and like puts this like nice ribbon type deal um on the spear and then like gives it back to him and um Brock then tries to, like, ask her, like, will you bless it? And she doesn't even, like, let him finish the sentence before she swims off. Mm -hmm. Um, And. Sorry. And he uh, he basically is like, well, fuck. That was that was weird. What the fuck? Like, what? She didn't even notice I was. Oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> and he pieces it together. Yeah. Like, you know, Sindri tells you about this time where something happened. He, he fell and he basically told his brother he got knocked unconscious when really he died. Mm. And Brock's like, I fucking died. I knew I fucking died. But that little bastard lied to me and told me that I didn't die. I just fell unconscious. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but like, I loved this because for the first time, this weapon was made for kratos Mm -hmm. every other weapon kratos has is not made for him the blades of chaos were not made for kratos they were just made Mm -hmm. the the axe was made for his wife this is kratos's weapon yeah and i thought that was the coolest thing ever as soon as i got this thing i don't think i used anything fucking else 
I loved this spear. Like, I loved the combat with it. I loved the capabilities of it. It was totally awesome. The spear was was meant to basically bypass um, Heimdall's foresight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it then switches back to Atreus. Atreus gets sent off with Thor and Thor's daughter. Uh, or no, no, just Thor's daughter. Thor. Mm-hmm. To um, Helheim. Mu- Mu- yeah, I was going to say Mustafar or whatever. It's Helheim. Yeah. Um, where they are looking for the piece of the mask. Yeah. Heimdall goes with them too, but he like fucks off. Oh, he does. Right. Yeah. He like, does. He-, he takes them there and then he's basically like, I've got other things got I need to do stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Though he's like the same age as these fucking two, or at least looks it. You he, know? Yeah. I would say, yeah, he looks like he's like late te- teens, early twenties. Yeah. So he looks like he, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you're just getting a horse to watch a dog basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not much different, but yeah. he's a dick and I love him. Yeah. He's great. Um, he's just so snarky. But third, who is trying to become a Valkyrie because like they all like, all these characters have their own little stuff going on character arcs. And yeah. I love it. She's, she wants to become a Valkyrie. Her mom doesn't want her to become a Valkyrie. Her dad does, but it's ultimately Odin's decision. So she really wants to do well on this mission so that Odin will make her a Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Right. And you go off to find it. And that's when you come across the giant wolf Garm. Uh, Garm is, a soulless giant rift tearing realm devouring wolf that is locked up in Helheim. Mm-hmm. And um Atreus just kind of senses from him that he just wants to be free. Yeah. I, I will I can do no wrong. I'm just a I'm just I'm, a, I'm just a sweet little pup. Yep. Yeah, that's I'm, like I'm just a big old wolf that's chained here and I don't 200 feet do... tall. Yeah. I'm please free me. Mm-hmm. And so they do. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest idea ever. Because he begins to just rip fucking holes throughout the realms. Yeah. Like like a crazy dog. <laughs> um and they don't find the mask piece. Uh they go back to Odin. Mm-hmm. Sorry. They go back to Odin. And Odin basically is like, mistakes happen, but like, what the fuck, yo? Yeah. Like, you can kind of see, he's trying his best, but you see a glimpse. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, of one, the true Odin. 100%. And I loved it. Like, just that little little thing. And Atreus feels like so bad. He, he And it's not because he failed Odin. I thought he felt so bad because he upset third. Mm. Uh, Throod or whatever. And uh, so he goes running back to Kratos and he's like, dad, I fucked up. I totally fucked up. This is what happened. I, I totally fucked up. Like Odin's trying to stop this. What was I thinking? I, I, I'm not ready for this. I, yeah. What the hell are we going to do? And Kratos, Kratos does the best thing possible. And he goes, we're going to fix it. Doesn't yell at his son. Doesn't fucking punish his son. Let's go fix it. Yeah. So they had Helheim to fight Garm. And I'm going to tell, I don't know if this is 100% true, 
but I totally believe it because it it just sounds like something this organization would do. Mm-hmm. PETA has petitioned Sony to make this next part of the game passable <laughs> because they do not feel that it is okay for you to to fight a giant realm devouring dog. <laughs> I want it to be true. <laughs> like, you you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like that would be great. Like they just want you to like just just have an option to like you just switch in the game to just like just skip past the garm fight, right? Mm-hmm. Because what's that? I looked it up. Yep. Yeah. It is. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That's fucking amazing. Um, so you fight Garm, and during the fight, like, you you, you think you killed him. Mm-hmm. And so you go to, like, leave, and Garm comes back. Hello, I'm back. And you basically are like, holy fuck, what are we going to do? And that's when Atreus realizes, like, like, he bound Fenrir's soul into his knife. Mm-hmm. This is a soulless dog. He can put Fenrir's soul into the dog. So you basically tell your dad, like, trust me. And Kratos is like, all right. Like, at this point, Kratos is fully, like, just given in to trusting his son Mm -hmm. like he he just he doesn't want to lose him again he doesn't want him to run away again you know like he's he fully behind his son and he he puts Fenrir's soul into Garm's body and now you basically have a 200 foot loyal ass realm Terran dog yeah like what the fuck yeah let's just go ahead and rip to tear right into odin's office and go kick him in the nuts i was like i i, I was like okay game over co- yeah conflict over <laughs> <laughs> um so like they then like basically tell fenrir like go home and he's like okay rip and he just goes home yeah and i'm like no, 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 Forget the spear you just got. That realm-tearing 200-foot-tall wolf that obeys your commands is literally the strongest tool in your arsenal right now. You right? don't send it home to like, just lay down in a barrel. Oh, I thought it was so great, dude. I thought it was so great. But again, not how Fenrir becomes Fenrir, but like an awesome interpretation Mm -hmm. i loved it right um so now that they've reconciled and you know they're on the same page right they return to their refuge where atreus shares his knowledge about odin's masks with the rest of the group um the discussion is tabled and they learn frere has been captured by the aesir so Kratos, Atreus, Mimir, and Freya return to Vanaheim to rescue Freyr, uh, during which Kratos is forced to kill Heimdale. Mm-hmm. And then claims uh, Galahorn. Like, and he literally, like, is forced to kill Heimdale. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, it's... And he, he, like, makes the comment of, like, what the 
fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know, like so so all the stuff with Freyer, like I was not a huge fan of that. Like I didn't really care. He shows up at like, you know, a quarter way into the game. Yeah. You don't really do a ton of that stuff. So like everything with him, like just I didn't really care for. Okay. But like this he's the only one that like I don't feel like that that backstory yeah. and everything was really as interesting. No, it's like I get why you need him. Yeah. You know, for later on in the story, but you're right. Like everybody else seems so fleshed out and has so much going for them. And I just felt like him and his ragtag group of people, like I just didn't care. Like I didn't yeah. have enough time to really get to know them, but that Heimdall fight, like I love the first two parts where, you know, you do the, 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 the quick time event and you, you swing a bunch and Heimdall is like, just he's like, just <laughs> dodging. Right. And then you do it the one time and you get him and he's like, you made me bleed. <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed. And I was like, Oh, it's fucking on. Yeah. Yes. Like I yeah. was geared for this fight. Oh yeah. And it is a fun boss fight. It is. Like he's he's cocky as fuck in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, then you kill like because he's mounted. He's mounted on his beast. Um, for the first part of it, and you kill his beast because of course his beast doesn't have foresight. So you're just that's it. That's actually a very easy part of it. Yeah. The second part is you're you're throwing the spear to like stun him mm -hmm. because the spear explodes in this like concussive wave. Yeah. And it stuns him and that triggers the quick time event where he's dodging it. And then you like make him bleed. And then you go into the third phase yeah, where you're actually doing serious damage. And that third phase is, I would like to say broken out into kind of parts. Right. Rule because three. every time you do a significant amount of damage to him, you go into this whole little thing and he just becomes more berserk mm -hmm. with each one. Yeah. Until he's literally like a madman. Mm -hmm. He is fucking insane. Like he he's lost his mind. Yeah. And which I can totally see. Like you have a character, right? That has never been touched in his life. Mm -hmm. Has never been surprised. Has never felt pain. Has like there's so much because of his gift that he's never experienced. Where Kratos has experienced all of it, yeah. <laughs> like a thousand times over, you know. Yeah. So like you hurt him, and he's like, "Well, it's fucking Tuesday." Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> you know? And then you have Heimdall, who's like, "You made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood." <laughs> like, it's just so great. And and like, so like you end up using the spear and like you shove it through his bicep and like pin him to the wall and you tell him like it's over yeah. <laughs> and like the fight's done and you try to walk away yeah. like you don't want to kill him yeah. because you don't you don't want prophecy and fate and everything to be your destiny mm -hmm. and he just continues fucking running that goddamn mouth running that goddamn <laughs> cocky mouth and so then you explode the spear oh, which I, literally blows apart his arm oh my god i flinched when that happened i was like oh damn kratos didn't <laughs> oh, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> um and so like 
he then like basically continues telling you like i'm not gonna go after you i'm gonna go after your son and i'm gonna do everything in my possible and i'm gonna fucking kill him mm. and like you see that moment of like i have two choices i can walk away and run the risk of heimdale killing my son or i can kill him now mm -hmm. and the rage takes over and he fucking just snaps his neck oh yeah and so then good. like he's pissed because he did it like he's not still pissed because of the words right as soon as it's done that anger's gone yep. he gets up and you can see he is now pissed because he did it yeah I mean, he's like son of a bitch i didn't want to kill you and like you know in the the cut scene where he like unsnaps the thing and like swings at it and misses and so he like swings at it again picks it up mm. that actually happens that was the live capture mm. uh the the guy who does the voice of kratos you know did all the they all did there the people who did the voices did the live capture oh yeah for all of this he amped himself up so angry about this that the first swipe at the horn he missed and so he takes a second even angrier swipe at it and they loved it so much instead of just redoing the whole scene they're like no we're fucking keeping it nice. like that's that that sh just like it adds to how angry yeah he is and the realism of it yeah and so like yeah so then like they then head back to the the hidey hole because now Freyr is recovered I do have to say the only part about Freyr's rescue that I really enjoyed outside of the Heimdall fight is this fucking full-fledged football sprint fucking fireman carry run mm. back to the portal where you're just like fucking throwing your axe, splitting people, kicking things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like not even phased. Freyr's on your back going like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, like, that's pretty good. That was that was pretty fun. Yeah. So while Freya recovers, Kratos reluctantly allows Atreus to infiltrate Asgard to finish assembling the mask in order to steal it from Odin. Um and that's when like Sindri gives him like this like emergency basically it's an emergency button yeah like if you get into the shits like hit this button and it'll instantly teleport you back here type deal um and you basically find out thor fell off the wagon he tries to kill atreus so you basically have this huge bar fight god damn my favorite part of this game literally this is my favorite part of this game this was so fun everything about it was just awesome it's it's it just felt so real you're in a tavern surrounded by vikings everybody's drunk and everybody just starts brawling the music was fucking fantastic oh my god the, the animations were fantastic it felt right like everything about it was amazing god damn i love that scene um so like they then go to god i can't remember which one it is the fire one collect the last piece of the mask mm. um <clears throat> uh and head back piece it together uh, where like basically 
Odin and Thor start getting into a conflict with each other. Thor goes to kill Atreus. Atreus emergency buttons out. Yep. <laughs> um, Atreus then gives the mask to Tyr, who's basically been a consultant this entire time. He's, yes. He like there's a there's a part where there's like a fight because of the realm tears of Garn. There's a fight from of the like the the entities of Helheim that have seeped into Yggdrasil. Mm-hmm. And instead of grabbing a sword, he literally grabs a shield and cowers inside the house. Yeah, like he's gone to be more of a a, a pacifist. Yeah. Instead of a general leading an army. Um, at such time, Tyr basically reveals like, hey, I've got a back door into Asgard, right? And we we can do that, but this is what we have to do, and da 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 da. And so, like, we need to get this, we need to get this, and we'll do this, and everything like that. And while we get prepared, I'm gonna go get like, you know, just kind of like meditate in my closet because mm-hmm. when they take him back, like they're like, we'll we'll find a room for you, and he's like, the broom closet's fine. I've been trapped in such a, a dark hole for all these years that it's the only place that feels comfortable to me. Um, and Brock automatically like instantly goes, hold on a fucking minute. Hold, whoa, whoa. This don't smell right. Mm-hmm. You know, in Brock's Brock's way yeah. of, of talking. And he starts like questioning tear and telling tear, give the mask back to Loki or, you know, Atreus. Um, and he, uh, like is like questioning the whole thing. Like we've been trying to do this and that why now all of a sudden, did you remember this? That Like, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't sound right about this. Give it back to the boy. You know, he can hold on to it while we get the rest of the things and we're not going anywhere until we, we figure this all out mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, like tear, um during this altercation is calling atreus loki yeah and brock realizes it and the moment that brock realizes it tear stabs brock right in the chest Mm -hmm. which is not how i saw this going down and i gotta say dude like i i died like i was like holy fuck oh holy fuck yeah um you basically then find out that um Tear has been Odin the whole time. The whole time. Holy crap. The whole time. He uh, has been using one of his ravens in the closet as his portal to basically travel wherever he needs to travel. Mm-hmm. And nobody questioned it because of Tear's uh, PTSD. Yeah. Basically, yeah, like uh, how traumatized he's been and everything like that. And so he has known every step they've made, every step they were going to make, everywhere they've gone, every, you know, every decision, all the all the information, everything that they thought they had a leg up on. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Odin knew because Tyr knew and he was he was Odin. Odin the whole time. Yeah. And so the closet flies open, the raven swoops in, and, you know, 
uh, Atreus grabs the mask the last second, rips it from Odin's hand as Odin teleports out. Mm -hmm. And they basically take solace in the fact that, like, he at least can't come back because that was his his portal that, mm -hmm. that was his back and forth and he basically had to make his emergency exit um but uh in this whole altercation brock dies and like that's when sindri his character development which has been nuts it, it spans the two games mm -hmm. Because when you first meet Sindri, he's just this germaphobic, like, fucking gagging on, uh, you know, mud type yeah. deal. Um, to going off on adventures with Atreus. To, um, there's a there's a moment that I, I didn't mention where uh, during one of the arguments, Atreus transforms into a bear in the house and moles Sindri. Mm -hmm. And you kind of see his like armor get a little beat up and torn up and everything. And he's got a bandage on his head and he's, he, he kind of becomes a little bit more hesitant, but there's still a little bit more courage there as well. It's, it's a weird combination yeah. to completely grief stricken. And he blames Atreus for Brock's death and basically abandons the group. Um, This is when, Atreus and Kratos basically realize there is no choice. Mm -hmm. They have to commit to Ragnarok. And in order to give them their best chances, they need Suter to achieve his destiny. Mm -hmm. Um and this is the moment where every time cuz now that we now that we know that we're going to go find Surtur. Yeah. Every single time they said his name, all I could think of was Thor Ragnarok, the movie. Yeah. And just every time somebody said Surtur in my brain, I went, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they uh, go back to uh, Messelheim. Mm -hmm. Mustafar. Yeah, Mustafar. Um, and basically, Suter tells him, no, not going to do it. Because in order for me to do it, me and the love of my life have to come together and she gets destroyed and I don't want her destroyed. Yeah. And there, that's when he then realizes that Kratos's blades that are not forged of this realm are still forged from the fires of hell and burn hotter than anything else. So he comes up with this plan of like, I'll sacrifice myself and you know, we basically gave each other each other's hearts and everything like that. So you'll plunge these daggers into this heart and ignite it on fire, which will then cause me to become the bringer of Ragnarok. Yeah. And so you do that in hopes that it actually does because you, you he yep. kind of like falls into nothingness well, yeah you do it and then he fucks off and you're like well i hope you show up when i call yeah like <laughs> i i meeting at six right <laughs> like, like you never gave me your phone number i don't know how to I just like say your name three times in a mirror <laughs> Beetle. What? <laughs> no, it's Candyman. Oh shit! Wrong name. Candyman. Wrong name. Wrong name. Sorry. Um, you're a dick. Now we're dead. Now we're dead. Uh, so with that, they then no figure out a way to get to Asgard. 
which basically the only way is through Tears Temple. Mm. Um, so they they know like this is a full frontal assault, and with Kratos, they go to Midgar. They camp out on the bridge. Um, Freya asks Kratos like be be the leader, mm-hmm. and uh like even atreus is like you have always been the champion like it all of these have always been you it wasn't me it was you and uh so he agrees and they use tears temple to travel to um asgard where he uses galahorn to basically begin the siege mm. on asgard they've gotten all of the realms uh, you you don't know about the dwarves yeah. you're planning it that is when sindri shows back up again and he's like i'll talk to the dwarves and he just then disappears again yeah and so like all of them start showing up and that's when you find out odin's got like these gate destroying ray guns yeah like what like, the what fuck are, were these where things? did these come from um and so like the battle is not looking good uh the the elves and the vanir struggle against the defenses jormungandr shows up jormungandr shows up and him and thor go at it yeah that's all i thought that was super cool like i i watched that for a little bit because it's it's not like the same little like oh i throw my hammer and his head drops and he comes up and like snaps at me and knocks me back and then you know they go back into the ready positions and mm. it's like no. a full choreographed fight yeah, yeah it's crazy um and then so like you uh you basically are like we have to figure this out at this point, uh, Fenrir and uh, Agrabah. Agrabah show mm-hmm. up to uh, like assist. Yeah. And oh yeah, that's right. We have a rare, a realm tearing wolf that's two hundred feet tall on our side. Only yeah. now should we bring him out? They end up destroying the things and everything like that. The dwarves still haven't shown up yet, and they have a giant crack in the wall. And they're basically like, if we can get through this crack, if we can destroy this, we can actually get into Asgard, kill Odin oh. in this whole fucking thing. Yeah, and and then and one little thing. So Odin has has put the Asgardians, the civilians, as like the front line. Yeah. So when you show up and you realize it, like your priorities partly partly shift, and you're like, as Kratos, you go, "Hey, get these civilians out of harm's way. They're not our targets." Yeah, not Asgardians, Midgardians. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was like, wait, no. Um, yeah, no, the the like because you actually end up befriending one of the Midgardian yeah. little boys as um, Atreus. Atreus. Yeah. And, uh, like you see him and you're like, Oh fuck. So like one of these attacks that was falling down on him, like Kratos jumps in and like stops it and diverts it. And then you're basically ordering Fenrir and everything like that, which, uh, not Fenrir, sorry, Freya and Freyr Mm -hmm. to like assist with evacuation and all this other shit. And that's when Freyr whistles. Mm -hmm. And the sword that I loved so much (laughs) 
comes flying to him and you find out it's his sword. Yeah. And I was like, son of a dick. <laughs> like, dude, no, that's not cool. I was kind of hoping like the sword would come to uh, Atreus yeah. during that fight. You know, like right. I really wanted Atreus to have that sword. Yeah. It was such a great companion for him. The, like with his combat style and everything. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. And like, that's when Sindri shows up and Sindri basically is like, the dwarves aren't coming. I told them not to come. Mm-hmm. I will be the only dwarf that dies here today. I'm done with my people dying for your dumbass cause. And it is a completely different Sindri. He still has the blood of his brother on him. He's no longer wearing gloves. He is dirty. He is grimy. He is angry. Oh, yeah. Um, He has built a device that fucking annihilates the wall. Yeah. Uh, He's like, shoot it. Like, he puts it in the wall, and then he's just like, shoot it. And yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Might as well set off a nuke. Um uh you get through the protective wall which then you find that thrud and sif have basically um defected when they discovered that Odin used the refugees as living shields. So mm-hmm. they begin helping the refugees to get the fuck out of Asgard. Um, Thor then knocks Jormungandr back in time, <laughs> which again, ma- matches the whole like thing, <laughs> you know, like it, it's just, it's so good. Um, he then engages Kratos in a battle, um, but he basically is convinced to stand down and help his family um, to, like, he basically then realizes, like, Odin has always been, always will be the bad guy. It's because of Odin his sons died. Mm-hmm. It's because of Odin that he, he basically, you know, Odin... Odin treats him like shit. Yeah. This whole fucking game. Yep. And like y- you you actually feel really bad. Or I did at least really bad for Thor. Mm-hmm. Because Odin is such an a- for no reason. Like no. you don't see any re- he just he believes Thor is an idiot and nothing that guy does or can do or will do will ever change that fact Mm -hmm. and it is it is heavy in there and thor finally realizes this and decides like he is going to take his wife and daughter and save the only family he has left and in the moment that he decides to go and do that odin stabs him right through the fucking chest yeah it's odin's go-to move yeah it really is (laughs) um and then odin in typical odin fashion blames kratos mm-hmm. because kratos turned thor against him yeah he wouldn't have had to do it if it wasn't for kratos yeah he wouldn't have had to do it if kratos didn't put these god-awful ideas in his dumb little head mm-hmm. um and i like the kratos and thor fight because i like kratos appealing to thor's nature and is like my son and your daughter are friends 
we should not be fighting and I'm doing it because you are the father of my son's friend. Yeah. Like, like Kratos is just like, there's no, there's no beef between us and I don't want to kill you because our children are friends. Yeah. Wake up, man. Yeah. Like, open your eyes and why are we fighting yeah and then like, and then and then everything else that you were saying like it's a, it's another one of those really good writing moments yeah where like you take what has been established and you bring it together in a logical way that makes sense to any rational person yep and so uh yeah and, and like it just it really stuck because throughd 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 through, whatever yeah, i don't know um, she witnesses the death. Mm-hmm. Um, she initially blames Kratos. Um, no, she doesn't. Odin tries to convince her yeah. that it was Kratos. And Throod basically is like, I fucking watched you. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, Grandpa? <laughs> yeah. You're stupid. And um, like, then like runs off. And so you and Atreus start fighting Odin, um, which that like I found that to be a super easy fight. Well, I mean, I was playing on normal difficulties, so but I, even on the hardest, it, it was still like, pretty fun, pretty easy, pretty easy. <clears throat> that like first part where mm-hmm. you're outside and he, yeah, moves were very predictable, very like. <laughs> You know, really easy to read what was coming, what he was going to do, all, all that stuff. Yeah. It, it I, just Like, I did feel that in this game, more than the 2018 version, that the boss fights were very much more formulaic. Yeah. They had setups. They had moves that if, that once you saw how they set them up, it really, and maybe it's just because I'm also playing Sekiro um, in my off time, that I'm, like, noticing attack patterns. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe that's what it was, because I don't remember a ton of it in the first one. I don't either. But in this one... Because I remember, like, in the first one... You could get fucked up by the same move six times in a row. Yeah. Like, other than the ancient rock monster guys, yeah. like, they are super ridiculous. They only have, like, two or three moves themselves. Yeah. But, like, I don't remember it being super formulaic in the boss fights. And in this one, I was noticing it a lot more. Like, you were talking about earlier, the one with Heimdall and this one with Odin. Like, a lot of it was like, oh, yeah, like, I need to buy my time, wait for them to do their move, roll one way or the other, or jump or deflect or whatever I got to do. And then, like, then I wait for that opening. So, again, like, I'm glad it wasn't just me. Yeah. That it feels like that to you because I, the whole time I was like, this this feels very Dark Soulsy. Yeah. You know, and again, more but than not the 2018. The difficult. No, 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 not in a and difficult I, way. I wish it was a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Like, that's why I played it on the hardest difficulty. But mm-hmm. this this fight was just, yeah, it, it very more formulaic. Yeah. It, it, very easy to be like, oh, he's going to do this. Dodge. Yeah. And, you know, you just whoop. And then like, okay, oh, now he's doing this. Okay, that's the that's the triangle piece of the pie I need to be in. Yep. There I am. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now he's going to do this thing and he's going to stop. This is my window to get some attacks in or whatever. Well, and but between the three weapons, mm-hmm. I felt like you, you could always attack. Well, because yeah. even when I was like in the triangle and he's three triangles away, I switched to the spear and I just fucking start spearing the motherfucker. Yeah. And then when the his anim, animation was done, 
right? You fucking explode him, which stunned him long enough for me to run and switch to my axe and jump and just fucking cleave him and start <laughs> fucking him up with my axe. And But yeah, so like during that fight, it like it then, of course, cuts to a cutscene where he starts turning the tide. He starts winning the battle. He goes to kill you. And then all of a sudden he drops his spear and grabs his fucking throat. Mm-hmm. which i i was like this is so good it's so fucking good <laughs> um because that's when freya shows up yeah with the noose and basically is like oh i've waited a long time for this motherfucker yeah i have waited a very long time for this hello ex-husband <laughs> yeah and he of course is still trying to be like oh honey i missed you i loved you you're still as beautiful as ever yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you not know fly, fucker. <laughs> i never i never wanted to do anything still trying to use that silver tongue mm-hmm. you know and nobody's buying it um and he takes just this brief moment of, of just basically a stumble and exploits it destroys the news grabs the mask fucking poofs down into the basement mm. right so you of course run to the basement there he is and you start fucking him up uh well actually he uh no he didn't grab the mask he doesn't grab the mask but he does poof down to the basement because he shows up and he starts trying to barter with you and everything like that and he's like loki you know you have the mask we have the tear like we can stop this we can still save everybody just just put on the mask look into the thing tell me how i die mm-hmm. you know tell me what's after death tell me everything cuz basically that's when you find out like odin was driven by the unknown mm-hmm. the fear of the unknown yeah and he just what made him terrible is he did not give a fuck what he had to do and who he had to step on to get the knowledge to know to no longer be afraid it fits in with the theme of you need to let go of control odin was so focused on having control Control. of that destiny that he didn't see that by not relinquishing control he was playing right into prophecy with massive air quotes yeah and that he was going to die if he had just given it up and been like you know what i don't care whatever happens next because odin says at one point he's like he's like we are gods and we play with people but who created us what is going on with us where did we come from with our immense power that's like what he's chasing after dude the unknown yeah why yeah and dude if you just let it go none of this would have happened you could have had a happy wife and a happy life i do i do like that there um there's a there's a moment during the fight where Odin like trying to like get in Kratos's head is like, you don't know what it's like for people to worship you Mm -hmm. because you've never had anybody worship you because you're a nobody. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. (laughs) That's that's not the right card to play right now. (laughs) Like Um, you meet this guy and this is what you think you This guy cares not about being worshiped, man. Yeah. Like it just shows your hand that that's what you care about. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So then they have the final showdown, which it's, it's now the three of you fighting him, which was pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. 
um and you you know when you beat him then um he's he's dying and or he's captured he's not dying he is captured and everybody's like what do we do and Freya's like we fucking kill him or we stand trial and kratos is like atreus it's your decision mm. and so atreus is thinking and he's trying to like barter with atreus and atreus is just like hmm, sorry and he pulls out that marble yeah. that he found in the very first one of those those murals um and puts odin's soul into the marble and that he's like this will give us time to figure out you know what to do and everything and Sindri just fucking pops up out of nowhere, snatches it out of his hand, puts it on a rock, and fucking smashes it with a hammer. And he goes, there, it's done. No more need to decide. And fucking poofs away. Oh, my God. I was, like, cheering in my living oh, room yeah. for him. I was like, you avenge Bork. You go, Sindri. Oh, God, I love that part. And everybody's just standing there like, well, fuck. <laughs> so that just happened. Uh. Okay. <laughs> And of course, right at this moment, uh, Suter just fucking his sword comes driving down through. Mm. Uh, Freyr shows up, fucking uses his sword to fucking like spin around and like, yeah. And he's like holding it off and he's like, you guys need to get the fuck out of here. And Freya's like, well, what about you? And he's like, yeah, don't what the fuck do you think yeah. I'm doing, woman? <laughs> I'm not getting out of here. <laughs> um, and of course, sacrifices himself and, and they, they, get out get out of there yep uh then you know of course asgard is destroyed the prophecy has fully been fulfilled and they're they're back in midgar um where uh atreus wakes up and starts you know i kind of saw it coming like that there's just that little in credit where you're walking through and they're like oh your dad's up at the top of the fucking mountain type deal yeah and so you're walking through and you're coming across everybody that you came across in the game mm. and they're like oh hey and kind of like surmising up their little stories and yeah everything. It, it, very lord of the rings-esque of yeah. like we need to just we need to just say hi to everybody one final time just yeah. just to see where we're at you know, Sif and Throod, they forgive Atreus and they're like, we're going to be okay. And, you know, yeah, you you come across because we didn't really get into the Freyr, uh, like the Freyr clan, but like they've got like a light and a dark elf and a couple other people on their side and you meet them. And, you know, there's like a female dwarf that's like a blacksmith and, you know, they're like, oh, we'll raise a toast to you and, and so on and so forth. And then, yeah, you get up to the top. Um, Yeah. So, like, well, and you you get close to the top and that's when you come upon um agrabah mm -hmm. and she's like i have one last thing to show you and she takes you to the top of the mountain where she shows you that um atreus's mom had was like had a mural destroyed type deal um so that they could uh determine their own fate and after seeing this mural like atreus is like are there you know there are other giants out there and she goes yeah they're just scattered and in hiding and not in all this other stuff and he's like i'm gonna find them and i'm gonna bring them back together and we're gonna the giants will be giants once more mm -hmm. and him and agraboda go off together which i really like yeah like i thought that was really cool 
I hated it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it was, you gotta, it was just that moment. Like, like, and, and Kratos finally lets him go. Yep. Like, um, and after, after he goes, he, did you, did you travel to the back of the mural? Mm hmm. Yeah. I, cause I wanted to look around the cave. Oh yeah. So you travel around to the back of the mural where that opens up, which this is the only mural that is, ever done this um and you basically see that uh uh sorry a depicting like kratos and basically how he he leads like midgar mm. and and he helps them and he teaches them and he, you know kind of raises them and they they end up erecting a shrine and and you know, he becomes like a beloved, peaceful god, yeah, revered by all. Look at that, Odin. He gets worshipped. Yeah, and he, uh, like, he cries, and like, um, then like closes back up the mural, which you know Freya is there, and she's like, "You ready?" And mm -hmm. he's like yeah and she's like well i ain't doing anything you doing anything and he's like nah and she's like well why don't we just do nothing together and <laughs> you, you guys basically go off and you you finish you can finish off everything yeah she's you, she's you start the end game. yeah she's like basically pieces of asgard are lying around are, are <sighs> crashing into all the other realms and it's causing problems we can go and resolve this yep. and it's basically shit to do after the end of the game yeah the valkyrie queen na who picked up the mantle after freya stepped down from it is still loose and rampant and mm. you kind of need to put her down because she's kind of gone mad she's the reason why the original valkyries ended up in the situation that they were or no 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 it was the old one that yeah but S she sig 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 yeah sig something and uh so freya go you like you can go and kill her and freya reclaims her title as the valkyrie queen um you you find the real tier mm -hmm. in a dungeon which then you basically see that tier has traveled like if you free him and then travel throughout the nine realms again you'll see him in a spot in each of the nine realms well except for asgard mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. eight realms and um he's doing a different animation every time and there there's there's a secret behind it but the developers haven't fully revealed what, what. exactly yeah um and like there's there's other little side quests and stuff like that like uh there's there's a moment in the first game with a coin or something like that. And one of the kids is trying to retrieve it out of the stone. And like Mimir asks him, like, aren't you going to help him? And he's like, no, because if he earns it, it's going to mean more to him, you know, mm -hmm. and kind of like leaves the kid at it. And like, it's really cool. Like you can attend Brock's funeral. Yeah. Which is a little saddening, but it's, it's still like a, a it's a good wrap up to yeah. that whole thing. Um, you find third, she finds Mjolnir because of course, during that whole thing, Mjolnir goes flying off into one of the nine realms and you find her and she's found it and she begins wielding Mjolnir. Um, like it, it was cool because they put in a yeah. bunch of little in game stuff. Um, and then like, yeah, like, so 
but that's basically it that's it um some of the moments that i liked that didn't happen during the main storyline there's a uh there's a lot of references back to the first game mm-hmm. like there's a moment where kratos like he feels really bad and he sits down on a rock and he tells atreus i'm sorry and atreus looks at him and he goes don't be sorry do better yeah and i was just like oh fuck man <laughs> and kratos just kind of like <laughs> and he, he's like yeah that's my boy yeah and stands up one of the best lines in the fucking game i don't know if you heard it it's 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 just random mm-hmm. during one of like you have to be on a on the sleigh with um freya mm-hmm. and freya begins talking to you about death right mm. oh and i think i know the line yeah and kratos kratos basically tells her how like he doesn't fear death um death can have him when death can take him yeah <laughs> and i was just like fucking so badass yeah that's hardcore like yeah. death can have me when he can take me yeah <laughs> like all right yeah oh, okay that's <laughs> I tip my hat to you, sir. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is that whoever came up with that line deserves a raise because that is a badass. That line. is, and it's ju- it's so just like it's, and it's just it's in perfect. passing. Yeah, yep. And it, it just shows you how fucking badass he is. Mm-hmm. But okay, so yeah, um, so yeah, so that was it. Um, holy shit, fucking like I said, I I really 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 enjoyed this game. I there's a lot of great moments in it. I, there's just a little bit missing for me to like love it and put it on like a top. 10 list kind of a thing because my definitely on mine well and (laughs) and i get it and it makes sense like you know some of the things where like right again right they totally misuse fenrir when they bring him back and put him in gorm and i'm like come on like that to me is just a giant hole (laughs) no pun intended (laughs) um so that to me is a big problem but like again like i'm and and it's not that i don't like this game yeah. It's just that I don't love it, but I think it's fucking great. Yeah, like it's got yeah. so much fun in it. It's got great animations, great story, great dialogue. So, so here, here's another question for you. Mm-hmm. Not to extend this already long podcast yeah. any longer, right? <laughs> like, I, 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 honest to God, didn't expect us to be able to talk about this game in particular this long. But it, there's a lot to it, and it, it, it really sums up a lot. Mm. But they did potentially leave it open for a third one. Oh, I'll fucking play a third one. Oh, that's that was my question. Because that's... because at this point, what are we going to do? Are we going to be Kratos with Freya and we're going to be off having adventures? Are we going to be solely Atreus and we're are we going to somehow join the two together? Like what? Like if they do a third one, that's my first question. What the fuck are we going to do in the third one? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Are we going to move from, you know, we've done Greek, now we've done Norse, are we going to move to some So I I I will give you a brief insight uh-huh. the original thought before they settled on norse mm-hmm. was actually egyptian okay so there is rumor it's only rumor and conjecture yeah. you know that if they continue the god of war franchise they would be moving into egyptian mythology. okay see and that excites me because that's a mythology i like yeah i i I enjoy Egyptian, right? And I, I know it's, it's not, not your my top, top, top. Yeah, yeah. But I enjoy it, and I would love to get into that. So, are they going to do the gods? Are they going to do them kind of like Stargate Egyptian gods, or like 
what is that stupid fucking Gerard Butler movie where gods of Egypt? Mm. Yeah. Like it could be good or bad depending on how they portray it. Cause like in this, it makes total sense the way that they have it. But like, how are you going to do somebody like Horus or Anubis people with animals for heads? Again, are they going to be outfits? Are they going to be real? You know, like, I don't know. I'm okay with an outfit as long as it's not those outfits. <laughs> <laughs> the gods of Egypt's one? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, like wearing, wearing armor or something like that that makes you look like an eagle but not, like, fucking shiny, metallic, fucking transformer-type armor. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a way to do the armor aspect to make you look like a jackal. Yeah. Make you look like an eagle, you know, type deal. That would work. And I think that would be really cool. And I think that would be very fitting for the God of War atmosphere that they've already kind of created. Mm -hmm. But... I would even be okay with just half man, half animal, yeah, like type deal, and and have those type of as long as it's done really well. Well, yeah. which I have faith in this production company that have been doing these to do that. Mm. I was just more curious, like if if that's the way that they go, would that be something that you would now be interested in? Because like. Again, you, you many many years ago, and granted, we we've grown, we evolved, yeah, we, you mature, right? You played five seconds of one game, and you refused to play six or the following five after that, and I had to push a great deal, yes, to get you to play twenty eighteen, uh, yes. And do you, you know why I'm more I, I was more inclined to play Ragnarok than I was 2018 and why I'm obviously more inclined to play a future one. Please tell me because I've seen the development. I've seen the growth of the main character, Kratos. At the end of this game, I'm like, this is like if he was here at the at like at the beginning of 2018, God of War. OK, different experience. OK, because I've seen him evolve from. I just need to be this big ball of rage and kill everything because I'm angry at the gods. Now, if we if if we had the capability, would you go back and play the the original? That's tough. <laughs> I'm gonna right? be honest. That's tough, right? Because you can mm. you can play oh three. I know you can play three on PlayStation. Mm. Um, and I think it's actually free on oh. PlayStation if you have a PlayStation Plus membership. But so like I know you can play that one. Mm -hmm. I don't know about one or two and the two that are like meant for the handheld versions in all honesty, I think you could get away with not playing. Yeah. If you play the core games, God of war, God of war two and God of war three, like that would give you the development of Kratos before 2018. Mm -hmm. And it's, I, it's it's just out of curiosity here because we, mm. we've got some development going on, right? Yeah. Because you just openly admitted because you saw him in 2018, it made you curious about his development in this game. Mm -hmm. And I've made the statement throughout this that it's because I knew his development in those earlier games that I understood some of the, the way that he was in 2018. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm... I'm just curious. Just curious. <laughs> it would it would be tough. 
because I hold those for, and like I said, I'm not even going to talk about the handheld ones, just those first three that were on PlayStation. Yeah. I hold those in such just an unhappy regard. Like, and I'm not even saying negative, right? Like I get it. People love these games. They, they do, yeah. they, they did what they did very well. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care for the story and that prevented me from wanting to play it. But you, you don't know the story. Okay, allow me to re- allow me to rephrase. Okay. It's kind of like this new game that just came out high on life, right? You and I talked about it like months ago. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a fan of Rick and Morty. I've tried watching snippets of it and I yeah. can't do it. The humor does not resonate with me. Yeah. So, it's target audience, I am not. I have watched a bunch of clips of this high on life game and I already know I would not be able to finish it because the jokes that I have seen while I, while I understand are targeted at specific people, I am not that I'm not laughing at their funny moments. So to go back to look at those and be like, this is like, this game starts off with such a distasteful thing that is unnecessary in my opinion, that it would be hard for me to like, move past that optional yes unoptional i for those of you who have never played the game yes it is an optional distasteful thing yes that i will be honest with you me personally Mm -hmm. i didn't even know about until like my fourth playthrough (laughs) because i never went back on the ship yeah i always just got off and ran away ran away like let's get into the action but here's the other thing and like None of the rest of the game has anything like that. So I get what you're saying, but that's where maybe, and I say maybe because Mm -hmm. I can't necessarily remember where my humor lied Mm -hmm. when I first played it, because it it was quite a while ago. Yeah. If I would have ran back onto the ship, done that sequence, I might be in the same boat as Mm. you. But because my first playthrough through the game was right off the ship straight into Athens. Mm -hmm. Right. And just run through. It didn't initially put that distastefulness in my mouth, but now like now that's where the question lied. I was asking now that you know a little bit more, Mm -hmm. right. And knowing that you could get even more, as it stands right now, not even waiting for another game to come out. Okay. As it stands right now, you can get more backstory on Kratos, mm-hmm. which does fill in some of the things. Because I can't, like, there's just some of it that you have to, like, watch and interpret for yourself. It's right. all about personal interpretation, yes. right? Through those three games, would you be willing to do so? And, and I get it. I get where you're coming from. I just... It was just a question. And, and, and I think part of the other thing is that first and foremost, like the, the games are totally different, right? The original three are all hack and slash, you know? Yeah. It, it's all, they button, are, it's, it's they all, are, um, what is it when it's set? Like set paths, set hack. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's all very, it's very linear. linear. That's it. That's yeah. the word I was looking <laughs> okay. for. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very linear. It's all button. I don't want to say button mashing because there are combos. It's, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you hit them into do different things, different powers. You have a weak attack. You have a strong attack. It, it's like the blades of chaos in these ones. Right. It's just not as 
cool. Right. <laughs> and I was going to say, like, and that's where I was going with it. To me, it's like the difference between <clears throat> playing something like, uh, we'll go with um, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Okay. One or two, right? Isometric, three quarters down. Yep. Hack and slash game with some variations, RPG, RPG elements. Yeah. Versus something like Star Wars Fallen Order. Because the originals are, the original three are more, and again, I, I don't want to use the term button mashy, but they're they're more like, here's a set that you run around and you do different things and you just and put these button combinations. Whereas the 2018 in Ragnarok, I feel like I'm more a part of it. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's like the, the way I'm trying to say it. I feel more RPG in the the newer ones. Yeah, and that's what connects me to Kratos. Whereas in the other ones, I feel more like a I felt more like a passive observer because I wasn't fair enough in the action. I was watching the action. Yeah. Whereas in this, you're always behind the character for. Well, and then you know, and I totally get it because I I um. It, just for your reference, right? Mm. Same thing with me. I don't like the Resident Evil games. Yeah. Love Resident Evil 4. What's okay. the difference between the original Resident Evil games and Resident Evil 4? The camera position. The camera position. And it's it 100%. Yeah. It's the camera position. So I totally get where you're coming from with that that aspect of it. I, I As I said, it was just a, yeah. just a question on... And, and honestly, the last thing is that I think I like this Kratos more than I would like the original one. I like the one who's trying to do better and who isn't who isn't just who isn't angry about things. You know, like he's 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 rational. He's logical. I yeah. like that. The character. very first game it is. It's all rage and vengeance. Yeah. And I and again. Right. And I'm not saying the original three are bad games. They're just not for me. Yeah. You know, um, I I. I like I said, you it, know where my question was coming yeah. from. I, I just I felt like I needed to ask that out there because mm-hmm. it, it was the next logical step, right? Yeah. Like you wanted to play this game a little bit more, a lot bit more than you wanted to play the first one because you didn't want to play 2018. At I, I was really reluctant to play the 2018 one. Yeah, yeah. I, and it, it, I'm telling you guys, it took me a lot to be like, dude, yeah. like this game resonated with me so much like it is such an enriching story you love story like this one's got a good one and you you did admit there are parts of the first story that you you liked there were just parts missing from Mm -hmm. it that made it that really really good connectable game yeah which again i totally understand and and that's I think that comes with any territory when you do something like this. Like you had those first six games, right? Like they were they were out there, they were done, and then they just decided all of a sudden, like we're gonna relaunch this, but instead of being in Greece because we we literally destroyed Greece, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna make it Norse. Yeah, and I even went how <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah. what the fuck. So, like, I think that's part of why I enjoyed 2018 so much because it was so different mm-hmm. from the first six. Yeah. It was a game that was more my style than the first six were. I played the first game because everybody talked about how great the first God of War game was. So I was like, ah, fuck, I might as well experience this, right? Mm-hmm. I think I got it for 10 bucks somewhere, yeah. you know, like through GameStop used. You probably sold it to me in all honesty like because that was that like 
I didn't I didn't care about it right. until everybody else cared about it. Yeah. You know, and then I was kind of like when the second one came out, I was like, well, now I'm curious. And that's the same thing here. So, like, I get the development. I just. If I didn't ask it, I would hope one of our fans would, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. that's that that's basically where it came from, because I know a lot more about Kratos, but I, I, I think you're right. I think if you went back and you experienced the original mm-hmm. Kratos, you wouldn't enjoy him as much because he is way more anger based. Where like this one, he 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 talks very, very low. Like, and I'm not talking about like deep. Right. I'm talking about low and logical and, and he's thinking things through you know like as mm-hmm. i said the rage only comes out when he is either protecting himself or the ones he loves yeah. and trusts you know like mm-hmm. it is not it's not like these ones where he's yelling not like the 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 voice script for this must have just been filled with exclamation points right because everything that kratos basically says in it is he's yelling it he's angry about it he's he's it, he is he's just a rage monster mm-hmm. so i get it yeah. i totally get it so but yeah um obviously highest recommends of playing from you yep and like i said i i absolutely recommend people play this game again i'm you know i may not love it but it's great yeah um, i don't think we need to go through the the ratings on this game because no. literally it won like four awards yeah from the game awards this year um i honest to god think that it only barely got edged out by elden ring for game of the year Mm -hmm. and and i i was not surprised by that but i think that's because i knew it was going to be one of those two oh absolutely yeah stray i was like (laughs) no there's no way stray is game of the year it did win best indie game of course it did of course it did (laughs) um but yeah like no, I, I, Elden Ring just had like a more broad appeal, especially because it did. It was it, it, it's a game that enables people to get into a Souls like game mm-hmm. um, when before there wasn't really anything. Like I said, I'm I'm trying I'm playing through Sekiro. Yeah. And like that is even still pretty difficult, but it's not nearly as difficult as Dark Souls 2. Yeah. You know, like I highly I'm like, if you're if you want to get into them, play Elden Ring. Or and or Sekiro because yeah. they both they're both good for getting into it without having the problem of being in like a Dark Souls game. So now I'll stick with Fallen Order. Yeah, that works because Fallen Order is still pretty fucking fantastic. So and you play it on fucking master, you're mm, it's still really tough. You're you're basically playing a Souls game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's it for God of War Ragnarok Part Two. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you guys have yourselves a wonderful week. Um, And yeah, don't forget, go to our Facebook page. You can go ahead and like and comment. Let us know what you thought of these episodes. You can also go to our Patreon. All the donations we really appreciate. Helps us keep the lights on. Um, You can always submit your comments, 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 questions, or concerns to the email address no tokens required at hotmail.com and uh yeah i think that'll about do it for this week yeah okay cool well thank you all so much for listening i'm chris i'm caleb and until next time game game on. on 
Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in 2020. No part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from No Tokens Required.